Welcome to The Work of Warriors, a podcast dedicated to bringing mental wellness to the entertainment industry. I'm your host, Kim Ravage. This podcast is dedicated to the artists we've lost to mental health, addiction, and suicide, and to those who are still suffering in silence. Hello, everyone. Today is just a little extra special. I love every conversation I get to have on this podcast, but today is just a little different. I get to introduce to you award-winning writer and director, David Fischette. With nearly 40 years of experience in the corporate event production and creative agency world, David has honed his ability to communicate to large groups of people through live events, video content, experiences, and storytelling. David is the creator of the True West Foundation. I will let him tell you about it, but it is essentially the culmination of the question, what if? For years, David has been hosting unique charitable events to help raise awareness and raise funds and create friends for local and national charities. And the reason today is so special is because he is in December, in just a few weeks, and it will be held at the Fisher Center on the campus of Belmont University. And so if you are in Nashville, you're definitely going to want to stay tuned and check out all the Instagram pages and website for more information. But for now, I am honored to introduce to you, David Fischette. Hi, David. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. Would you just start with telling our listeners about your experience in the entertainment industry? I understand that you are an award-winning writer and director, and I would love to hear more about that. Sure. So I, um, just last week on Thanksgiving, uh, it was the 39th anniversary of me starting this company, which is called Go West Creative. And so uh, I've spent uh, four decades um it, basically in the corporate creative world uh we also do some some television some commercial uh work some web design but the majority of our work is working with large uh, corporations and helping them with their storytelling and helping them creatively communicate their story in a, in a way that sticks and lands with their uh, stakeholders their audience whoever that might be so uh because of that i have learned over the uh, 39 years to how to do a lot of different things you know I, I came up through theater that was kind of my background so i've always been an entertainer also had a uh, a band that i played in which was the genesis of me starting this company starting a mobile dj company with some band gear that i had and so i've always been in that entertainment thing really drawn to it music is kind of the uh, you know it's the soundtrack of my life it's 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 the thing that uh, helps me when i create you know um so um so yes we've we've done some incredible stuff uh you know so writing content for executives helping them shape their messages uh writing uh opening uh, and creating opening experiences whether that's video and live entertainment whatever that might be original music to set the tone for shows whether those are corporate shows or uh consumer based shows and um you know so we uh, I've had uh, the good fortune to be all around the world and do a lot of incredibly different things. And, you know, people often ask me um, what my favorite project was that I, you know, uh, have produced in my career. And I can talk about some of the large projects that I've done, but I always say, you know, my favorite thing that I ever did is in uh, um, 2004, 
I lost uh, a niece at, at 10 years old and she was the exact same age as my twin daughters. And they were like little triplets there together all the time and producing her memorial service, this three hour memorial service to me, I still think is like the greatest use of my gifts and talent that I've, you know, ever, ever been able to do, you know? And, and it's funny, um, you know, 20 years later, uh, and you know, we're going to talk about my Christmas show. We're actually going to have a, a moment of uh, paying tribute to her in this in this Christmas show, which is going to be really exciting. And where um, after I'm done here today, I'll I'll be on set. And we're filming some content around that and kind of recreating her Christmas light, her last Christmas uh, with a with a cast uh, uh, out in uh, East Nashville today. So I'm pretty excited about that. Wow. Oh, that just touches my heart. Thank you for sharing that. I think that's so important. You know, you said I could talk about the larger productions I've had, but the one that means the most. And I just think that's just what being human is all about. And I know that you've taken your experiences um, and done some really great things. And I want to talk about that. But first, I want to ask you, why is mental wellness important to you? The work of warriors is all about fighting mm -hmm. for ourselves first, taking care of ourselves so that we can bring our gifts into the world in healthy ways and enjoy our success along the way. And I'm wondering right. what does mental wellness mean to you? Why is it important to you? What is your experience? Whatever you're mm -hmm. comfortable sharing. Sure. Of course. Um, yeah. As I as I wrote to you in my email, I'm a pretty much an open book about these things, um, and I think mental wellness has become far more of a focus and priority for me in the past few years. Right, as I feel like I spent so many years just stuffing all the stuff down right and so when my, my uh my first wife and i divorced in um we were separated in 2014 i started going to um you know uh, people told me i was a codependent right and that i should go to uh al-anon meetings right and i started going to some al-anon meetings and that didn't feel right to me and then i, I heard about codependence anonymous and so i started going to uh, coda uh right after i moved to to nashville uh, nine years ago. And that, um, that started me on a path, right. Of you know, understanding the, the 12 step program and understanding the, the decisions that I thought that I was making sacrificially for other people was actually, you know, hurting myself and really for a, a lot of times manipulating other people. Right. You know, so it was interesting, but, uh, you know, I said in the last few years, it's really been really important. So, you know, 2021 was a really dark year for me, a really hard year for me. I, you know, I'm, I'm remarried and I have a, a young son and that, that, that new relationship, that new, um, child has caused a, a, a lot of, um, um, disconnection with my adult daughters. All right, so I have three beautiful grown adult daughters and the whole reason I moved to Nashville was to be close to them because they all went to Belmont. And, um, and so we've been estranged for years now for, um, for, you know, anywhere between three and six years, depending on which one of, of the daughters. And so, um, 2021 was a really, really dark year for me. And, uh, that is when I knew that, uh, you know, I, I couldn't keep going on pretending that I was okay because I thought I was hiding it and masking it at work 
and I, and I wasn't. And I think I became unsufferable at work and people thought that I was never happy with anything that they did. The boss was never happy. And, and it wasn't about that. It was just, you know, I, this is all I could do to get up in the morning and, 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 and muster half a smile. And so I finally, uh, in November, 2021, I went to onsite for a week and, uh, you know, I'm sure you're familiar with onsite. Uh, yeah. it's a, you know, wonderful facility right outside of Nashville. And, you know, uh, you know, they take your phone, they take your laptop. You can't have, uh, any connection with the outside world. Um, which was, I, I knew going in was going to be, uh, okay. Uh, but I think the hardest part for me was when they tell you, you're going to get roommates. I'm like, Ugh. I, do, I don't do the roommate thing, but it actually ended up being um, one of the most incredible weeks of my life. And it shifted my perspective so deeply and made me um, realize, you know, the things that uh, I were, I was holding on to that were just, were, were, were dragging me down that millstone around my neck. I was every day trying to fix this relationship with my daughter and figure out what I, I could with my daughters. And I, I just couldn't, move the needle at all. Right. And so through that, and, you know, and non-science isn't necessarily a faith-based thing, uh, but because I'm a faith-based person, you know, what, what it showed me is in, in that, that I needed to be able to be strong enough and have the courage to hand, uh, hand over that relationship to God and hand over the care of my children to God until they were ready to be back in relationship with me. And the, just the, um, the action of saying that and, and going through that lifted the despair from my life. You know, there's still sadness and there's still, you know, missing my kids at, at, um, all, every day, um, especially at the holidays. Um, but the despair is gone. And um, so I, I've, I'm a huge champion of what the work that I do at uh, onsite, but just a, a champion in general of, you know, we're all going through some crap and um, you know, how, how is it we, we have real conversations with people and we ask people how you doing be prepared to hear an actual answer as opposed to oh you're not going to just say fine and move on right it wasn't just a salutation so uh that's yeah for me that's that's what uh I, i'm focusing a lot about and that's what the genesis of this whole holiday event that we're we're doing is is about wow i had no idea thank you so much for trusting me and, you know, even sure. our listeners just to share your vulnerability and your real story. And, mm -hmm. you know, one of the things that I was so impressed with um, when I was reading the email, if, if I can read it to you and kind of going out of order here, but you said so many of us feel obligated to plaster on a happy face or suit mm -hmm. up with a false sense of strength when holiday events and parties are in full swing and when I read that, I felt it deeply mm. for the holidays, but also for many of us every single day right. of, you know, I'm, I'm fine <laughs> when we're anything but fine. And that was why I created this podcast so we could have these honest conversations about the real struggle of being human and so that we can normalize the humanity of it instead of feeling like there's something wrong with us or that we're broken or that we're, you know, we need to work harder or achieve more. And in fact, I just think we need to connect more. And exactly. 
that's what you're doing. That's what you're creating in a couple different ways. When you say the fine thing, you know, I I just, yeah, I go back to that old thing when people, the old acronym for fine, right? Freaked out, insecure, needy, and emotional. (laughs) Yeah, fine. All these things, right? So fine. (laughs) Yes. Incredibly fine. Incredibly fine. Um, I love that. Um, So I know you have a foundation, Mm -hmm. True West Foundation. Do you want to tell our listeners a bit about that first? Yeah. So as I start thinking about, you know, what the next phase of my life is, I'll be transitioning out of Go West here in the, in the next six months or so. And, uh, uh, you know, I still want to do the creative work. I still want to do the, um, you know, executive producing and, and, and writing and all the things I do. I just don't want to run the company anymore. It's been, it's been a, a long time and I just, I'm just ready not to do that. So we've had a wonderful transition uh, plan in place for the last three years and have a great woman here that is president COO. They'll be taking over for me as soon as I step down. So all excited about that. So as I start thinking about the, uh, the next step for me, um, there's, there's a, a you know, marketing campaign that we came up with uh, a couple of years ago here when it was about finding your, your true West. Right. And the, the concept of True West and the podcast that I host is called the True West Podcast. And my foundation is the True West Foundation. This concept around True West is that if our true north is the the purpose that we're on this planet, the thing we're going to be remembered for, the, the reason we get up each morning, our true west is our sense of exploration and adventure and curiosity and creativity that helps us you know, achieve our goals, achieve our path, achieve our true north, right? And so just leaning into that, because we've all had times in our life that we've hit a wall, we've had a absolute no, uh, you know, things are not going as planned. And we can either give up at that moment, or we can go, how do we carve our own path? How do we go around? How do we go over? How do we dig under? How do we figure out you know what our use our sense of creativity to figure out a way to get through it and move on to the next step and so i i just love that thought process because owning a creative agency for four decades i always tell people my favorite part about it isn't the creative work that i do i love that my favorite part is when there's a business challenge i'm like all right let's figure this out right it does it's not just what it looks like on paper and black and white let's figure out where the gray areas are let's figure out the 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 what ifs let's push on every no and go why is that a no and let's figure out a way around so the true west foundation you know what i'm doing is i'm taking kind of this concept i started when i started when i moved here to nashville i started hosting these events here at go west called cocktails with creatives and this was a um a free event for anybody in the creative community to come and connect and, you know, uh, but to, to get in, say, Hey, uh, this week we're, we're featuring second harvest food bank. So to get in, bring a couple of cans of food or some non-perishable food items, and we'll give you a drink ticket when you get here and you can use that drink ticket at the bar. But if you want to continue to drink throughout the course of the evening and there's live entertainment and all this stuff, if you want to continue to drink, there are four to eight other charities set up around the room and they have all the drink tickets. Go talk to them. Right. And if you talk, talk to them, give them your time, your talent, your treasure, whatever you want to do, they're going to give you the drink tickets and you can keep drinking. So it was just a way to, to engage more people in the charitable process. So, and I did that because I felt like I've never had the, 
enough philanthropic dollars of my own to make a big enough difference uh, with any one charity. And so I thought, okay, I gotta use my my resources, my cash, whatever I might have, and then my talents and create these experiences and events and bring 100 people, 200 people together to raise awareness, raise funds, raise friends for other organizations. So that's really what the True West Foundation is really all about, is it's going to be a vehicle for other charities to raise money. It won't be about us doing anything necessarily ourselves, but it'll be about helping other charities in supporting them and helping them do good. So the first big swing is this this Christmas show on December 16th at Belmont um, at the Fisher Center on the campus of Belmont University, which, uh, you know, that's 1,727 seats to sell. So, um, uh, you know, that's, it's, it's a big swing, but it, it is about the same, same sort of thing. You know, we're True West Foundation, along with some really wonderful sponsor partners, is funding the entire production, you know, all the, all the, all the costs for the show. So that a hundred percent of the ticket sales can go to the four charities that we're supporting, which is yeah. Scott Hamilton's cares, uh, cancer research foundation. Uh, it's the Alzheimer.org. It is the onsite foundation, which is the foundation, the ch- charitable side of, of onsite that scholarships people to go through the program. And then an incredible, um, incredible charity, and uh, um, a nonprofit that we work with here in Nashville called the Nashville Peacemakers, which helps getting uh, uh, urban kids off urban inner city kids off the streets. But they also have a um, a group called Moms Over Murder, and these are all moms that have lost a, a child to either gang violence, gun violence, police brutality on the streets of of Nashville. And uh, I spend uh, every Christmas Eve with those moms. Wow. Wow. That's all. I mean, I don't even know where to start. It's so incredible. Thank you you. for your work. And, you know, I think having that vehicle, like you said, to help charitable organizations, that's some of the hardest piece, right? Is when Mm -hmm. you've got this entity and this entity and bringing them together and, you know, having a vehicle for that is, is a really wonderful concept. That's amazing. Um, What is it that you are hoping to create, to offer through Hope for the Holidays, your upcoming event? Interesting. For me, the event is about the audience more so than the show, right? I mean, the show is going to be incredible. and I've been working my butt off on the, on the show. But it's about the audience. It's about the people coming to an event where they can just come however they're feeling, whatever, whatever that is. And which makes it really difficult to market this event. Cause then people think, Oh, is it the lonely hearts club? And I don't want to go to that event. And it's, it's not about that. It's not going to be this big somber pity party type of thing, but wherever you're at, whatever you're going through, just come and be, and, and hopefully you feel, I want the audience to feel seen and heard and valued, right? And we're going to have resources on site. We'll have some resources available for, for people there. Uh, we'll have all you know several different charities that'll be there. There's a wonderful company called Encourage X that'll be there and doing some, you know, it's like an encouragement software platform for people to, to reach out to others. And then we're also going to have, you know, prayer teams there, right? If that's something that people want to have a, a moment where they can connect with somebody, there'll be some prayer teams and some pastors there. 
that even during the show, if there's a moment where they're like, mm, that, that, that hit too close to home, I'm going to go out to the lobby for a minute. There's going to be people out there they can talk to. So we just want to make sure that we give them resources. But a challenge that some of my friends had given me too is like, well, your, your event is on December 16th. And Christmas is on December 25th. That's nine days away, right? Maybe, maybe people feel filled with hope, but then that, that wanes over time. So we've created a Facebook group as well that people can join, go to our website, and they can join the Facebook group. And hey, um, if you need connection and you need community, um, hey, Tuesday we're going to grab coffee in the afternoon. Um, Thursday night we're going to go to the movies. Saturday we're going to go hike Lake Ratner. Right. And have opportunities for people to connect because really when you ask what is that hope that we do, we want to we want to share faith. We want to give give the audience love and we hope to spark hope. Right. That's the thing. We want to spark hope in people that they feel like they're not alone, that they're seen and they're valued. One of the biggest gifts that you're giving is that ability to show up as is, because like you said, we are all under the pressure of putting on a face, entering back into, you know, families of origin, stories of origin. A lot of times we're, you know, we're becoming more and more anxious as the holidays get closer. And we often don't even realize that it's happening or why it's happening. And I think all of us, especially this time of year, need a place to just exhale and just be. Right. Yeah. And just like you said, feel seen. There's no pressure. If you want resources, they're there. If you want, you know, encouragement, you want connection without mm. the pressure. Holidays are full of so much pressure from finances to people to traffic, right? And so right. I love that idea of just being able to come and exhale and just be and, right. and to receive. We had a meeting last night and some of the team came up with a wonderful idea. So trying to have something interactive and experiential for uh, guests, the audience to participate in when they come pre-show and during intermission. And so we're going to have a couple of uh, large Christmas trees without ornaments on there. And we'll have ornaments where people can write what they hope for on that. And those will be placed onto the tree pre-show and during mm -hmm. intermission. But during the second act, we'll take them all off. And as they leave, everybody will be given one. It won't be theirs. They'll get somebody else's hope to take with them and put on their tree. And so just try to connect everybody that's that, that's there that night as, as part of a, a larger community. I don't think I could love that anymore. <laughs> that is a brilliant <laughs> idea. I love that. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. Um, do you want to talk about who's going to be there, what that evening might look like really? event-wise? Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's funny. The whole thing started last year when I went to uh, – Christmas show for my friends, Lewis York and uh, the Shindellas out at the Franklin theater last year. And the Franklin theater is a great spot and they live out that way. And, you know, it's packed out. And I was like, wow, you guys are so amazing. And you have, you know, they have like, you know, 40 to 50 golden platinum albums between the two of them. You know, Lewis, Lewis York is two guys. It's Claude Kelly from New York and Chuck Harmony from St. Louis. So Lewis York, that's, that's how they got, but as producers uh, and writers, they, you know, uh, grenade bruno mars uh, uh party in the usa miley cyrus my life would suck without you uh kelly clarkson circus britney spears they work with whitney uh they worked with neo christina aguilera i mean they, rihanna they've worked with everybody and they have yeah, a massive catalog so i saw them i was like we need to get you guys to the ryman or we need to get you to the skirmahort next year and let me come alongside you let me produce the show and so we started that in january and then um 
in uh, late April, I was asked to step in at the last minute and help uh, direct and produce a show at the Fisher Center for all the teachers in Nashville and including the teachers from Covenant School. And going into the Fisher Center and what an incredibly beautiful theater that is. It is the most beautiful thing that exists in Nashville. And that night, just that, that night was where I was like, okay, this is what Christmas needs to be about. That's where Hope for the Holidays was, was born out of that. And so, you know, I immediately booked the Fisher Center and, um, and we started working on the show. And so as the friends that we see, uh, the Shindellas are an incredible uh, female R&B uh, trio, uh, which we haven't seen anything of this caliber since Destiny's Child. So it's really wonderful. And they've been all up and down the R&B charts. I'm re- really excited for them. And that's a, they're a group that Claude and Chuck formed. They, they put the group together. So they, they tour and, and, and perform a lot together. But other friends uh, include uh, Charles Estin from you know the TV show Nashville and Outer Banks and so many other things. He's such an incredible talent. Um, Ari Afsar, who is a lead in Hamilton, is coming down from New York. Um, we have Jay Allen, country artist, who just broke his first song on country radio. It's, it's a song called There's No Present Like the Time, which you know, perfect for the holidays. He's a, such a great writer. Uh, we have Twinny, a uh, country artist out of uh, the UK that just moved here. Uh, Meg- Megan Lindsay, who uh, was had lots of hits with her uh, duet, uh, Steel Magnolia, uh, was a runner-up on season eight of The Voice and his incredible talent. Um, Steve Connell, spoken word artist from Los Angeles, flying in, is going to do two really amazing pieces that, that he wrote. Kathy Lee Gifford will be there. Scott Hamilton will be there. Miles Adcock, who Miles Adcock, who owns uh, Onsite, will be there, and he'll speak and, and kind of give us some hope there. And the entire thing is be hosted by my buddy Kelly Sutton, uh, who we who we just love. From uh, you know, she does the mornings on uh, Circle TV, and then she hosts at the Grand Ole Opry. And, you know, she also you know Nashville's uh, New Year's Eve party is always hosted by by Kelly, so she's well loved. So we have an incredible incredible lineup, and it's going to be a really fun show. And it's gonna we're gonna deal with we're gonna deal with some heavy topics, but we're gonna we're gonna head them head on, and we're gonna keep pointing people towards uh, hope and hope through faith, hope through community, and hope through connection. I love that so much. It sounds incredible, and it's well, I hope you'll be you want to say the date? Let's say that yeah. again. I said, I hope you'll be there. Well, I have to now. I just you learned do. about Actually, it. But I told yeah. my husband about it. And he's like, so are we going? And I'm like, well, I think we are. So, yes. Are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's December 16th uh, at the uh, Saturday night, December 16th at the Fisher Center on the campus of Belmont University. The website to uh, buy tickets is hope the number four uh, holidaysnash.com. Hope for holidaysnash.com. And there's uh, interesting, you know, uh, because uh, we, I've had people reaching out to me all over the country and then we have lots of people flying in for the event, but people that can't make it into Nashville have asked how they can give and be a part of this and help partake in this. And so there are a lot of people that want to come to this event that maybe can't afford this event. And so we have set up a fund through the Nashville Peacemakers that uh, if you go to that website, you can donate, um, you can select uh, Hope for the Holidays from a drop-down menu, and you can donate whatever amount of money you want to donate, and those will go to purchase tickets for other people that can't afford to be there that need to have mm. some hope this holiday season. I love that. Thank you. So welcome. You know, the, the idea of a warrior who, 
is someone who fights for themselves. You know, this is so much in alignment with that. And from both angles, right, I'm going to show up because I'm going to agree that that I matter and how I feel matters. And it is important to be able to just show up as I am, no matter where I'm at. Um, and also from the other end of being able to provide that space. Right. And so from the work of Warrior's perspective, while it's not a replacement for mental health, it is more about the conversation and the connection. What would you say to somebody who maybe is listening to this, who is struggling? Do you have a word of encouragement? Yeah, it is. It is. It's conversation. It's connection. It is talk to somebody about it, right? Because we're we've been so stigmatized over the years, right? That mental health, and mental illness, right? You know, you you're not strong enough, right? You're weak. And there's something wrong with you. You're broken, and that's not true, right? You know, we all have right. things that we deal with and they're all going to manifest one way or another, right? The way I spent years pushing it down, it came out in other ways. I wasn't fooling anybody, but, but to have the conversation and to take the power away from the stigma, I think that's, that's the first step, right? Who is it you can talk to? And it might be a stranger, right? You know, and there's, there's tons of resources that are out there, people that'll just talk to you about it. But it, we build up these scenarios in our own mind about what people are going to think about us if we talk about it. And, you know, am I going to lose work? Am I going to, you know, my friends are going to think I'm a you know, freak or whatever it is. And we have to get past that because I, more often than not, when I speak my truth about this, people are crack open and then share their truth about what they're going through. And that's where real healing can can come as once we speak it, take its power away and, and enter into connection and community. Yeah. And I'm so glad and grateful that you spoke about the difference, you know, the idea of mental illness, right? And as a mental wellness coach, I used to be a therapist. I worked in that field of mental illness mm -hmm. and mental wellness is so important to me because like physical health, we all have mental health. And right. you wouldn't break your leg and sit on a couch and drink a bottle of wine and scroll on your phone and, you know, pretend it wasn't there. But that's what we've been taught to do with our emotions or our painful experiences or our trauma. And so, you know, the idea of wellness is it's possible for everyone, right? It's possible. Right. And, right. you know, I talk about like the four pillars of optimal mental health are you know, wellness, connection, meaning and healing. And that connection piece, I don't, relationships are everything. And so right. um, I just love that you said that. And I think it's just reminds us that you're not alone. Mm. I've had yeah. my experience. 2020 was a very dark year for me. 2021 was a very dark year for you. And just, we're not alone. We yeah. just need to keep connecting yeah. and normalizing yeah. the conversation of being human. You know, have you um, watched this show? I believe, I believe it's on Apple called uh, Shrinking. Was it it's, with? It's, uh, uh, it's with Harrison Ford. Oh, no. Seth oh, yes, I have. Yes, I did. Yeah, so it's about the therapists. And what I mm -hmm. love about it is just three, three therapists that, that work, work together in, in an office. And they all have so much messed up stuff in their own life right yeah and so often we look at doctors as you know like they're good they're healthy and they're strong and they don't have anything yeah and, it, and it's so nice mm -hmm. just how they they crack that open just go you know every everybody's struggling with something and so yes. let's just yes. you know have the conversations 
Yeah. And that is to be human, not because yeah. you're bad or wrong or broken. Right. You're living in a human world with human experiences. And, you know, the whole point of healing is so that we can bring more positive experiences and connections to each other. Because when we're not well, you know, like you said, we, we hurt ourselves and each other. We don't realize yeah. we're doing it. But then when mm -hmm. we're well, we get to, you know, it just changes everything. If, right. if we're well, it impacts everybody we interact with. It impacts our communities. You see things like what you're doing, and it truly, truly impacts the world. And so I'm so grateful for the work wow. that you're doing, for, yep. you know, just this conversation, for the event that's coming up, hoping for a very successful event. I look forward to meeting you in person there. Yes, I look forward to it. Thank you, okay. David. Thank you so much, Kim.